With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Attention Strictly Hoop Talk and Strictly Hip Hop listeners. Fans, you know I've been talking about this clothing line forever, but Anti-Forever USA is where you need to be to get dope clothes, man. I'm telling you, I just got a hoodie in the mail today. It is awesome. It is one of their premium uh, hoodies, and they have they have so much more though than hoodies. They have beanies, they have hats, they have long sleeves, they have t-shirts, they have everything, and they got more stuff coming soon. I was just told that they have more stuff coming soon. So fans, go to Anti Forever USA today, and remember to use the special co- promo code Platty to get ten percent off your purchase. That's P-L-A-T-T-E, and make sure you know that the P is capital. The link will be in the description of the podcast. Shop Anti-Forever USA today, antiforeverusa.com. everyone and welcome back to strictly hip-hop a special episode of strictly hip-hop as always i'm your host chris platty and i am just quite frankly ecstatic i've been teasing this for a long time and i'm really excited to have this on it's a great conversation a topic that i'm heavily invested in and i know that my guest is invested in and this is one of my favorite guests i'm very excited that he's that he's on the podcast it's someone i've really wanted to work with um those who know me know how highly i regard what he does so Without further ado, let me introduce you to Don, and you might know him as Noisy Images on YouTube. He has a great channel where he does uh, amazing video breakdowns of um, of hip hop. Uh, some of my favorites are uh, the Kanye West art of staging. That's a big one. Um, I like the designer uh, Panda one, and he just breaks down topics in a very um, in a very organic and very great way. So, Don, why don't you tell him a little bit about what you do before we jump into the podcast? Yeah. Um, thanks for having me on, by the way. Um, yeah, Noisy Images was pretty much started. Me and, and a, a couple friends of mine, we would just talk about music all the time, every day, still do. Um, and shout out Joshua and Tyler. They'll know who they are when they're listening. Um, yeah. 
we were just talking about music all the time and we would get into these like arguments about like who's the best this or who's the best that and uh at a certain point i was like i can't you know help but talk about this all the time like even my girlfriend would have to be like okay like calm down like you're talking way too much about rappers right now (laughs) um but yeah so i was like i don't know i feel like i have a lot of this like useless information about rappers and you know and pop artists you know because i did that video on rihanna and everything like um yeah but all of a sudden i was like maybe i can turn this into like useful information so decided to flip it that way uh but really at the end of the day it's because i'm a nerd when it comes to this stuff (laughs) and i could just sit here and read and listen and like i could do this all day long and you know if it had nothing to do with you know trying to make money yeah and you know um i've told you this off the camera before we got into a podcast but um just for my fans again to know that i truly think you are one of the best in the business i'm ecstatic to have you on the podcast because i think what you do is great and you do it in in a great way to the point where there, you you don't have any biases or allegiances in your in your actual video breakdowns, and you do them so thoroughly the way you tie everything back. Um, like I said, some of my favorites are the Kanye West art of art of uh, stage making, which was a very very interesting thing that I had never considered. The whole watch the throne part of that of that episode was amazing. Um, the the Kendrick the blacker the berry and whiter lies that was a great great one. I thought you were very fair. And to the point where, truthfully, as we're recording this, and I told you off air, we still haven't talked about it, I don't know where your allegiance is. I don't know who you like, who you hate. I know nothing about your, your opinions. That's how good of a job you do. I, I hate everyone. Everyone's trash. <laughs> All right. Well, now everyone, that we everyone's trash. Now we got that out of the way, let's get to one of the hottest topics in the, in the hip-hop community right now, and that is Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar's place among the greats. So, oh, boy. The question is, is Kendrick Lamar already, because there's a lot of people saying, you know, he's the GOAT or he's in that conversation. So let's let's take it to that to that context right now. Is Kendrick okay. Lamar undisputedly already a top five MC of all time? No. No? No. Okay. Not at all. And before we get before we get into that, so you say no. I I say I say yes, and so we'll we'll get into that debate. But first, but let's let's provide some context. So um, before I give some names and everything, just tell me what goes into the process for you when you're evaluating hip hop, because music is very subjective, as right. as we both know. So what are the things, and what are what is the criteria that you kind of formulate? Because everyone has different ones. What is the criteria you formulate to make your opinion? Um, it, you know, this is hard because. It's almost like you can have like five top fives, you know, in this day right. and age because there's just so much skill and so much stage presence and hit songs. And it's just hard to really honest. There really honestly isn't a strict top five unless you're just stubborn. Right. Um, so for me, um, I, I break it down mostly two ways. I, I might make room for you know a couple more exceptions, but primarily it's uh, two categories for me. It's it's lyrical, um, you know, and that that's you know just dealing with the wordsmiths, you know, who can just they just kill it on the mic constantly, and they're you know their metaphors and their double entendres and like all that stuff is just like amazing. 
those people are in a completely different class, in my opinion, um, than the second category is more like, honestly, I just called it rapping because I don't know how to uh, really break it down. But for me, it's like an artist's presence, his rhythm, his flow, like how convincing his delivery is, you know, just kind of the all around like package. You know, I, I think that there are artists that embody that, you know, but may not have like those lyrical miracle rhymes. Right. Um, so I, I break them down both ways like that. One is for the wordsmiths and other ones for the stars. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's very fair. And that's, I think, one of the arguments um, that you can use actually against Kendrick, which I'll dive into right. a little bit more. And and, and is... that's, and that's, all, uh, sorry, that's also not to say that, um, that the ones who are stars are not wordsmiths. Right. Right, yeah, and and, and it's kind of like it's kind of like you could perform like especially as you know, of course, the whole ghostwriting. You know, that's another thing. Some people feel that right. you can't have a top ten MC who is who has ghostwriters, and so there's things like that that make it tricky. But the way I broke right. it down was just from a, a strict perspective of just uh, three things, and that's longevity of the music slash impact. Um, you know, those are th that's obviously to me the biggest, most important thing when it comes to the music. Um, second is the skill set and the skill set of the particular artist, what they can do, what they can't do, their their versatility or lack thereof. Um, mm -hmm. And and the third is their albums because I'm a big believer of judging albums over singles. I understand the power of singles. I understand that we're in the singles era, especially in the streaming era of music. Yeah, but. To right. me, ultimately, what, what makes a great artist is his ability to, or her ability to make a great album. So those are the three things really that define a GOAT hip-hop artist, if you will, for me. Yeah. And so, um, we'll, so we'll jump into it. We'll jump into it right now. Um, so just to get people going, just to get the minds running. And I'm sure, you know, there's going to be people that I haven't mentioned or that I won't mention that people will get upset about, but... Regardless, these right. are just, these are just some names to get people going as to who are right. the elite all time greats. Um, you know, kind of like the the general consensus. So you got, of yeah. course, uh, Jay Z, Biggie, Tupac, Rakim, Big Pun, Nas, Eminem, Andre Three Thousand, Scarface, Ghostface Killer, Redman, uh, Method Man, Snoop, Game, Kanye West, Lil Wayne. KRS One, LL Cool J, Big Daddy Kane, MF Doom. These are just some names that I that I kind of put together off the top. So it's not everybody, but um, but it's just it's just a, a wide range of people so that you can kind of get your minds going. Fans and listeners of the podcast can get their mind going as far as that. So with that being said, naming all those people, there's a lot of obvious talent on that on that uh, on that list there. And so you say that Kendrick Lamar is not a top five rapper and so i'll let you uh i'll let you quite frank quite frankly i'll let you jump into it now so go ahead and give me um your opinion <laughs> um yeah i don't, I don't know I, I i feel like this conversation has been going on like probably since uh to pimple butterfly came out and right. it's 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 an exhausting conversation to me i think and honestly, I think it's a little bit pointless because, um, you know, it's kind of hard to say it without, I'm not trying to sound mean about it. I'm more skeptical. Um, he's had like, he's, he's on damn list. So that's, 
four albums. I almost don't count Untitled Unmastered. Right. But that's just my opinion. I know it yeah. counts as an album. Right. So this damn is technically his fourth. Um, you know, hence him coming out with the hard part four and, you know, and, and promoting it that way. Um, you know, and that was, that was a cool little tie in, but I don't know. It just doesn't, it seems to those four albums, those four albums just don't do it for me like that to be putting Mm -hmm. him in the top five. It just, um, good kid, mad city. Uh, Now let me preface it by saying I am a Kendrick Stan. Like I've listened to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would listen to his training day mixtape. He, he has a whole mix for for those who don't know. He's got a whole mixtape that's basically just his take on Little Wayne songs, and it's 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 flames, but it's at the same time it's like super rough, and you can tell that he was just figuring everything out. Um, but you know, I know Kendrick, and when Good Kid, Mad City came out, it blew my mind. To Pimba Butterfly came out. I actually listened to that album. Like, I mean, I I don't. I was listening to it in constant rotation. I was playing you, mm-hmm. like on repeat. Like the right. hardest to listen to, like melodically, like most drab sounding song in the whole thing. But you know, that's just because I like a lot of weird stuff. But I don't know. I just feel like. A, he didn't get that much support numbers wise for *Tumble Butterfly* like he did for *Good Kid, Mad City*. *Good Kid, Mad City*, I think, um, is is not as good as *Tumble Butterfly*. But then that's my own, you know, weird opinions. And I agree. Uh, by the way, yeah. And by the way, um, I might ramble on a little too much because I'm I'm a rambler. So if you got right. if you got to edit if you got to edit me, that's good. Um, <laughs> no, you're good. Cool. So so the thing is is. Each album was getting better. So I feel like, oh no, that's not true. He took a step back with Untitled Unmastered. It's it's that discography that's kind of like weird to me because it's like, okay, you came out kicking the door down. Second time around was experimental. Um, so then we, we really only had a one album uh, reference to see like, okay, how consistent can he be? Because two was a, was a complete curveball. Then three is Untitled Mastered kind of going back to like the similar sounding Kendrick that we've heard before. And then Damn is like everything we love about Kendrick with the quality like, you know, taken up to 11. I think Damn is his best album. Hmm. That's a hot take. I, I think I think it's easily his best album. I think I love Kendrick so much that I'll listen to anything he comes out with. But I'm objective in the fact that, you know, all we had was Good Kid, Mad City. So I love Kendrick so much. I want to listen. I wanted to listen to whatever he had. All I had was Good Kid, Mad City. That was the best to me when that came out. Then all I had was To Pimp a Butterfly for new Kendrick. And then, you know, yeah. then Untitled and Masters came, and I was like, okay, I feel like I already got enough Kendrick, so now I'm not that impressed right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... But see, the weird part is I, I think Kendrick is completely overrated. But the funny thing is, at the same time, he is the best currently doing it. The one who's active, you know, the one who's just out there on on features and coming out with, you know, he's like the most relevant person right now. Um, And I don't know. I just think that I think it's a lot of hype. 
Okay, so let me let me interject here because I think I I see where you're going with this, but I actually disagree because I think that's one of his his discography is where where his real case is to be in this conversation already and be this undisputed top five MC because to me when you look at him and just one of the things that I talked about was just craft and skill and that was the third third place that of my ranking of importance when it comes to the goat conversation. And I think when you look at Kendrick objectively, I'll let you chime in here real quick, um, is that, I mean, talent-wise, just just looking at him completely objectively, talent-wise, he's a talently, talent speaking, he's a top five MC of all time, right? With everything he could do, his versatility and everything, right? Or do you not agree with that? No, I don't, I don't agree with that. I, th- I think there's, there's so much that it takes to be top five. I mean, we there have is. like generations and generations of artists already. Like, what are we probably in the fourth or fifth generation? Yeah. You know, and there's just so much like how there's way better rappers out there than, than Kendrick. Like, and, and, and we're talking classic, you know, we're not, we're not talking, right. like, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. There's so many better ones. Like it can pull so many, and some that maybe even aren't like obvious choices. Like on that list, I on the 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 twenty that you listed, I honestly think Black Thought should have been on there. Yeah. Even though a lot of people don't listen to Black Thought, though, that's why. No, Black Thought's and incredible. Black Thought, in my opinion, is is one of the greatest rappers to live. You know, I probably put him in top ten. Um. So, but. I feel like that's something, right, that is can be harder to gauge for people because um, you're talking like dead or alive and as far as like skill goes. Yeah. And then, but there's like so much skill that gets overlooked because it's not popular, you know? So it's right. like, you know, sometimes I think the arguments over greatest of all time when they throw out that name, I feel like they just mean like greatest out of everything I've heard. The greatest out of the talent that you've heard. Yeah, I, I get exactly. that. Yeah, that. exactly. And, and, and that's why I, I kind of weigh out, like, you know, uh, if a 15-year-old says, you know, Kendrick is the greatest of all time, you know, I assume, okay, like, he hasn't seen or listened to much. But, you know, if, and, and people do, you know, you, you've got uh, hip-hop heads that are way older. Rosenberg. Say, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I disagree with him definitely on that. but But at the same time, you know, I still take it with I, I listen to his opinion more, right? Because because he is knowledgeable of a lot of hip hop. Mm-hmm. So when he says that I think Kendrick is the greatest of all time, it's like okay, well, you know, Rosenberg's been around; he knows what he's talking about. Uh, I just I respectfully disagree, but he's got more information behind that answer. Yeah, and, and so yeah, so you bring up an interesting point, and that's the fact that um, talent wise, that there's a lot of people that just are talented that don't break or don't have longevity and that's where all these other factors come in but the reason why i say kendrick i believe is a top five talent of the artists i've heard and i've heard to be clear i've heard everyone on that list and more including black thought who you who you just previously mentioned Um, yeah and i also didn't mean to misunderstand are we like pretty much just talking popular rappers in this case no no we're we're just talking we're just talking rappers uh we're just talking okay we're just talking the the ones that are in the great conversation and and kendrick and kendrick to me the reason why i believe he's top five just from a fear talent perspective is his his structure his word placing like a damn was and that's to me where i 
I understand why you're saying Damn's the greatest, but I respectfully disagree. I think it's his, I think it's his third best behind behind uh, Tipin Butterfly and Good Kid, and so okay. and and the reason I I say that is is a whole is a whole other issue. Basically, I think that the impact those two will both have longer term impact. That's why I think they're better. But from an MC perspective, from just a hip hop rapping perspective, that was clearly Kendrick's best album. All the beat changes, all the all the ways he he changed his styles his came and that to me really showcased why he's already a top five because he was transitioning flows and beats and and all throughout that album and it was just chaotic but it but he brought it together and he obviously obviously knowing Kendrick he has the content he has the content to go with just the pure raw skill set that that is uh, that is the way he he writes his his rhymes and everything. Yeah, but at the same time, it's, it's just like what I don't understand is like what's the what's the rush? You know, I feel like today, like people are like you know they want to call something a classic as soon as it comes out. When they yeah. want someone's new, they want to call them the greatest of all time. Um, and and I don't understand that because you know we're watching him grow. It's exciting. Mm. I think yeah, I think yeah, he can go toe to toe with anybody. I I think he can go to toe with at least present day Eminem. You know, and, yeah. and 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 do better, but no, or or do as good because Eminem is amazing, right? You know, but but I, I I I can compare him very like moderately, like from a more conservative standpoint when we're talking about um, right now, because I feel like it's much more grounded and realistic to say that yes, right now. I think yeah. I think I think Kendrick is better than Drake. I think Kendrick is better than Big Sean. I think Kendrick is. You know what I mean? Right. But as far as the classic like pantheon of like all these people, there there are like I said, there are so many artists that are better. I think um, there are so many artists that are better. So for that fact, he doesn't fit in a top five for me. I think there's a lot of other rappers that kick him out of that space. Okay. Well, let's get into that. Let's get into that a little bit. So. Um... Like um, you know, you name some guys like Eminem and stuff, and the 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 knock I have on M, which I love M, I think he's one of the greatest of all time as well. Um, everybody who listens to my podcast knows that, and I actually, I actually um to go backwards to your point about um about him being right now and why you want to compare him right now, is um I think that's fair, but to me, in my personal opinion. I think he's had the quote unquote crown in hip hop for for years now and I think it's just now it's just kind of undeniable because of because Kendrick has I I would stack up four bodies of work before I compared uh before I found a better album than that Drake has than Kendrick in my personal opinion that might be a little bit of a hot take and that's clearly section 80 not untitled mass which I'll get Oof. to which I'll get Oof. to but back to Oof. back to my part about uh comparing Kendrick is like take a guy like Eminem and um Eminem is obviously off the charts lyrically and that's where that's where that's his thing that's where he's that's where he's best at and of course he's great at making songs and everything but song structure wise and everything I think Kendrick can Kendrick can Kendrick just comes off to me as more versatile than Jay-Z than than Eminem oh my god oh my god but because of because of listen because of the way he the 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 melodic tones he's doing the the sounds that he that he delves into and everything he delves into a far wider range far more eclectic range i think of sounds than 
than Jay-Z and Eminem have pushed. Oh, Do you bro, disagree? Bro. Oh, bro, bro. Oh, man. Do you disagree? Yeah, I mean, oh, completely, 100%. I, I think uh, Jay-Z, for example, there's so much versatility there in is. Jay-Z's work. There's, I mean, especially- He's the GOAT with, to me, before we, before we let me make that clear. He's the GOAT to me, in my personal opinion. But once, once, once Kanye gets on the boards and- and you're what do you have the black album black album's my favorite album from him you have all these moments they all sound very different blueprint sounds very different from black album mm-hmm. american gangster is underrated that sounds completely different his flow stays the same and the things he talks about usually stays the same but as far as like sonics it's it feels like a different world every time um i think there's better i think to compare song structure like that can be really i think even more subjective than just saying i think a rapper is no it is yeah um because yeah um, but but to be fair there are artists that have terrible song structure you know so Mm -hmm. you definitely know the difference between good and horrible but the thing is like there are so many songs that have amazing sound structure and it's like by the time we start comparing them all like we don't have any we don't have any more time left in the day you know but uh, but this, too, I mean, to be fair, um, you know, delivery-wise, I think Eminem is the greatest. And I'm not talking about like I'm not talking about the latest albums or anything or latest features. I'm not interested in that. I'm talking about like his peak uh, three albums. Right. And there was so much versatility. I mean, he he would do like that lyrical miracle type stuff, and then at the same time some raps would sound like straight up melodic you know and he would just go back and forth between all of that and actually if you go back and listen to Eminem albums you'll find out that a lot of those songs are melody driven yeah. and you know and and I think that's something that people overlook with him too um I mean he sounded different you know he sounded yeah. completely different from, there was nobody in it, there's nobody who did it like Eminem and anytime you know there's a white popular artist that want to compare him to Eminem you can't compare anybody to M, you know and i think you know for that matter it's like okay well you have M, who's this juggernaut Mm -hmm. you know that nobody can touch and i don't know like kendrick people can touch kendrick there's people who can really stand toe-to-toe with kendrick in my opinion way more than they can to the force that is eminem or jay-z you know if we're talking about influence and we're talking about you know, this overall, not just the how many bodies of music that came out with, but like the force at which those albums came out with, you know, when the Black album came out, you know, and, or, you know, when, when uh, H to the Izzo came out, like those are moments, you know, right. in, in, in culture. And not to I mention Takeover. A takeover. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. you know, you have, or, you know, if we're talking about uh, Eminem, you know, even the jokey songs, you know, were all over the place and on MTV and and every every white mother was like afraid of their kids, like find, <laughs> yeah. finding Eminem and like, you know, all of a sudden doing drugs and flipping their wrists or something. No, but w- with that, you know, I, Kendrick doesn't have that moment anywhere. Like he doesn't have that work that just like knocked everybody down and was just like he has held like the, the whole nation you know, to an extent of music listeners. Yeah. You know, j- just, I, ha- I haven't seen that yet with Kendrick. I want to see that. Okay. And, and, and so to be fair, I, I agree with, I agree with what you're saying and, and, and your point, but I think you're kind of dipping more into the impact part towards the end. 
but sticking with the yeah the, the, I, the, the skill I, I, set I always get called I always get called out I I always do that oh uh, that's that. fine so that's fine you man might this have is to bring me back in now this is a podcast man it's it's a free flowing conversation it's just two it's just two guys talking hip hop you know what I'm saying so right right with right. um with with Eminem Jay Z like I don't know I just I get what you're saying like yes they they do have sonic differences and I'm not saying that they're one dimensional because they're obviously far from that that's why they're in the goat conversation because they've delivered in so many styles but i don't think we're getting a um something like a um a for sale or a you know whatever and like i get that every artist has different knacks that they go into but i feel like kendrick just dives into more m- more obviously different sounding um realms and and i think he he dives it he's not afraid to even on features and everything dive into more um tracks and something i would hear or styles that i would hear from jay-z or m because like you said with jay-z you kind of have a lot of a lot of similar flows and similar messages and and so i think i think that's what i'm talking about is the versatility do you see where i'm getting or do you still uh are you still confused where i'm at no 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 no. i feel you i i, I feel where, where you're coming from i i think I, I just disagree okay. on that he's the best to do that, you know. But that, but I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. As far as, as far as his versatility, I just think he has the widest. He has one of the widest skill sets that I've, that I've ever seen. As far as like, as far as he can make unconventional things work, and and again, so can Jay Z and F. Again, we're splitting hairs when it comes to this point. I'm not saying he has large gaps over, over any of these other artists. I'm just saying that um, that they're in the same ballpark, and in my personal opinion, I think I think he has a more versatile sound. But um, one of the things you talked about was his body of work, and to me, I think that's one of the interesting things is that, and one of the points where I disagree with you is the fact that um, his body of work to me is so strong. I mean, he's got really he's got he's got two. He's got two, like you said in your video, so you can't take it back. Like you said in your video, he's got two certified classics. He's got. Um, oh yeah, no, no. By by all means, I'm not saying. That no, I know. Those yeah, those are classics. I know, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just bring, I'm just bringing yeah, that up, you. man. Because I, 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 you know, I memorized that video, so. <laughs> I appreciate. Yeah. That. Um. So, uh, two certified classics. He's got three platinum albums. So, um, you got. To Pippa Butterfly, Damn, and Good Kid, Mad City are all platinum, and his two yeah. other albums are gold. So commercially, he has been successful—not the most successful, but he's been successful because his other two albums are Section 80 and Untitled Unmastered. So he's really got five releases, but I count four because Untitled Unmastered, like you said, is kind of a—it's essentially a journey of how he got to the sound that became To Pimp a Butterfly. And so when you look at that and you throw in overly dedicated his mixtape before jumping into section 80 he yeah he has one of the he has one of the the strongest most um critically acclaimed uh runs that we've seen since guys like since guys like kanye's like like outcast like these are like he's having one of those type of runs do you not agree with that i mean i feel like kanye is still having his run um yeah with the exception of yeezus i'm i'm sorry i'm just i'm not on board with yeezus but outside of that Fame. Oh man, don't you you don't don't start fights. Now. Barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> yeah, let's not. No, 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 no. That that should be probably a different conversation. I can <laughs> okay. go on for hours on that one. Fair enough. Um, I, 
No, okay, this is the thing. Um, could you repeat your, your point before um, Yeah. So before we went on that tangent? Yeah, basically basically is that um, I believe that where his – the stretch he's had starting from overly dedicated to now is one of – and it's been one of – especially by Metacritic, which I don't know if you use Metacritic. It's a great yeah, source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Metacritic, uh, my fans know I use that all the time. And that is uh, – that is a that is a great platform, and so on there, especially when they include that, he has one of the not only statistically best um, best uh, commercial critically acclaimed runs, but also as far as general consensus, he has one of the best runs that I think we've ever seen. Even Justin Hutman, who we both acknowledge we're a fan of before the show, uh, the Hip Hop DX breakdown guy, he's he's great. He does fantastic work as well. You know, he right. was talking before Damn was released that Kendrick has had one of the best album runs stretches we've ever seen in hip hop. And so now you add Damn to that catalog, which is a really, really good album. And so then all of a sudden, to, like to me, when you just look at that body of work, I mean, that's six consecutive critically acclaimed albums. And so I think it's one of the strongest runs and one of the strongest discographies. And he hasn't had any flaws or anything yet but i know it's right. it's yet he's still in his career so yeah yeah, yeah. and and i think um you know and I, I think i wanted to clear up a couple of things i believe in one of my videos i think i might have said that kendrick is the greatest rapper alive and i don't mean because you know there's so many rappers that are alive i feel like <laughs> you said you, you know, said i see i know i know i know this word for word i told you i know this word for word you said you may even call him the greatest alive so you said you may so you technically you're you're, you're fine yeah okay yeah, yeah i'm in the clear there. you're okay, in the yeah. clear but, but but when i say alive typically and, and yeah. i need to fix my wording but when i say alive i mean you know like currently active like right in the ring they're in the ring right now you yeah. know and, and people like you know nos and those guys you know they're still like out training you know maybe they'll come out with an album maybe they won't yeah um okay so yeah okay that i mean it's a good run it, it's a great run overly dedicated I, that brings back memories i listen to everything you right. know and, yeah and and you know i do th i actually do think he is the greatest um active i think that um but like i said you know and i and i couldn't find the words for it before this conversation but I just really feel like with those albums, like I just am not seeing like those moments. And now by, by any, by like all means, I like if, if for some reason, like I ever bump into Kendrick or whatever, like I will not be lying to him when I say that, you know, I think his work is all amazing. I mm -hmm. think he's one of the greatest artists, you know, working right now. You know, I think he's, he's pushing some things forward um, and he's doing everything right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and he represents the culture well, and he's like socially conscious and, 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 you know, as far as he's really seems like an artist for the people, you know, and we need, right. And, and that's really important. So I, I by no means discredit his importance to the culture um, we need a Kendrick Lamar. So, um, but I think at the same time, you know, we just kind of have to, it's subjective. And for me, you know, I have to call a spade a spade. I just don't, I need moments. I need, I need a black album. I need blueprint. I need, um, Drake's take care. I need, um, I need graduation. I need, I need Jesus. I need, any of those, right. you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, people are like, oh, like, why, you know, why, why do you, why do you need to hear more albums if like people like Biggie or Tupac, you know, only had a few and they died. And 
it's because of those were moments right when those albums dropped like sure there was two of them for biggie but that was a big deal like and to this day people want to be like biggie you know when they start rapping and so i haven't it has we don't know if kendrick's gonna do that like is good kid mad city gonna be that album for so many people you know where it's like i i started rapping because that may be but i just don't i don't see that yet right you know i mean it could be it could be the next illmatic but it just we haven't seen that yet so i just can't i can't call him the greatest of all time based on potential that i haven't seen yet right and 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 that's where that's where um that's one of the three where I draw my flaws and because believe it or not, I'm trying to be, I I am objective here when I Mm -hmm. say this is that um, there are three flaws and that's one of the flaws you get into is the longevity and not because I don't believe in the flaw or believe in the longevity because I do. But at the same time, you're right. It is potential. It's like, it's like a, it's like a, you know, a seventh or eighth year player projecting how they're going to finish. I, I, I do think, but at the same time, I think when you, when, when you have the talent, when you have the talent to be considered one of the greatest, you should be just like LeBron should not be. We should not wait till LeBron's retired to acknowledge he's the greatest if we believe he's the greatest. You know, what are I'm you saying, saying so, are you saying the greatest of all time? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're calling LeBron the greatest of all time. No, I'm I'm not. But I'm okay. saying, but okay. I'm saying we should we should be able to acknowledge in the present. We shouldn't have to if in the present they have already made their place. And I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just making yeah, the no. argument. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. If you believe it to be true, by all means. If yeah. you think that you are, you know, face to face with, you know, the life and death of this genre, then, yeah. you know, by all means, say it. Yeah. And so, so anyway, so before I got off in that tangent, um, the thing, yeah. the thing I wanted to dive into with this is that, with with his body of work being so strong and everything, and like you said, not having those, but not having those moments is I think we kind of have had those moments. I Kendrick has had very, very big moments, some of the biggest moments in hip-hop in the last decade. When you talk about, you know, the infamous control verse, of course, the drop of Good Kid, Mad City, that was something that I remember just shaking up the shaking up the world. And, and you know, and you're right. Like, we, we won't see the fruits of these labors till another five or ten years when that next yeah, like I, 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 I used to be one of those people that thought like, oh, like now it's like a joke. I think there was an article about it, like making fun of, I think it was, no, I was, me and my friends were making fun of an article. I think it was like Time Magazine or something. And it was saying like um, how, or Rolling Stone, like how Kendrick's control verse changed the, you know, the landscape of hip hop. And, and, and it, in reality, it didn't. Even no, though I did, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. I I thought it did for a minute though, but that's just because I was in my like Kendrick yeah. Stan yeah. moment where I'm just like looking at one artist, you know. So when you're looking at one artist, but it's still for so, for so long, like you believe that they are the greatest of everything because you're not listening to anyone else, right? And and that that's fair, but um, you're right. Like as far as control, I'll totally acknowledge that. Like it hasn't changed hip hop. Like it didn't bring people back to going, hey, let's do be all about bars again. Um, it didn't really, right. it, it didn't do what the, the old heads thought it was going to do. And, no, yeah, and, yeah. and so, um, so I acknowledge that, but that's still, when you're telling the last decade of hip hop story, that's in that story. That's one of the moments in that story, regardless, like it, it has had an impact, not to that, not to that level, but it has, it was one of the strongest moments, um, in the last decade of hip hop. Then you talk about damn, I mean, damn. 
look, it's hard to evaluate it because we are so in the present of that of that moment. But when that dropped and the the heart and everything leading up to it and everything and the drop of it and the way it sold the way it did the way it played the the longev the not the longevity I'm saying but the um but just the the way it it just shook up hip hop right away when Kendrick announced he had an album dropped it kind of flipped hip hop it, it it really did and you know granted a lot of that's Twitter moments and we'll see if that's a moment that really lasts a long time a long time but I think. That these are are these not moments in hip hop? Like the Good Kid, Mad City, the control. See, the, the thing is, is how many people want to make a Good Kid, Mad City, or how many people want to make it to Pimple Butterfly? Well, I mean, not everybody's trying to make um, the Chronic again. Not everybody's trying to make like there are albums. No, that... but, but like you know, when you had like when you had someone like Biggie or you had someone like M, like the people were trying to be like these people. You have Kanye. Everyone yeah. is every every like Kanye has birthed yeah, this Kanye. whole generation. Yes. Um, even even Kendrick, like yep. "Damn" is the most Kanye influenced album I've heard in a while. Yeah. Um, so you know, and I'm I'm just using. There are so many other Tupac. Like right. everybody wanted to be Pac. Yeah. So I just that when I talk about moments, like I need stuff like that. Like, and I don't get that from his from his work. And and the music is it's good but then something like damn comes out and it just over in my opinion overshadows everything else i'm like okay this is this is some great music mm-hmm. and but you had people like biggie like they just had like objectively just great music from you know album one and two i'm sorry not they i, I was lumping him and, and a bunch of other people up in my mind but you know tupac uh, i was j- actually i was just listening to all eyes on me Yep, today. in preparation for the movie, right? Well, that's the thing. I don't know if I'm, I honestly don't know if I'm gonna watch that movie. It like does not look good. But but, yeah. <laughs> but this is the thing. This is the thing though. Uh I was listening to All Eyes on Me, and that is a long, long in my opinion, can be very boring album. Oh yeah. However, however, there are handfuls of songs, right, that you can you can take out of that. Yeah. You can um let me think. Me Against the World, almost that whole thing from front to back, Seven Day Theory. These songs, like, still live, like, today. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you, you'll still hear Hail Mary as, like, one of the greatest, like, you know, ready to, like, kick ass kind of songs. Yeah. You know, um, I think it was in uh, Creed, that movie, you know, the Rocky movie. Like, they still play that song like it, like it <laughs> right. just came out. Yeah, they still play the song like it came out yesterday. Right. And, and you know, and it's been so long. But not only that, but, like, it fits. It still fits the time. Like, if you go back and listen to Hail Mary, like, that sounds like, honestly, that just sounds like if Metro just came out with, like, a dark, you know, more kind of boom bap type beat and Tupac mm-hmm. came on it. I mean, that, that yeah. thing still sounds contemporary. And, you know, I say all of that to say that, you know, we're dealing, when we're talking about top five, like there are artists ahead of Kendrick that have like built almost entire cultures, essentially, you know, through their work and not, and they were skilled and the music is good and, you know, people sing along to it. Like how many Kendrick songs do you like just sing along to? Well, I mean a lot because I, but I acknowledge that I'm a fan, but Right, but like you know, the average yeah. the average person, like you know what I mean, like when 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 uh, when Juicy comes on, like everybody says it was all a dream. Yeah, you know, uh, when you're listening to any Tupac song, yeah, California Love, everybody's oh, yeah. going nuts. 
you know, and it's just like I honestly I just don't think Kendrick's given us that yet. Okay, and so here's the here's the part where I again and you spoke on it, you spoke on it and its potential and everything. And I think the problem with this whole discussion is in general, even though I'm on the side of Kendrick and like you said, like a lot of my uh, not a lot, but a good part of my of my decision and my thought making in the process is the belief in what I have in the longevity of this music that he's making right now. So I I get like the whole potential argument, and you're right, and that's part of mm-hmm. that's even part of my argument. So I'm so it's totally fine to disqualify that and say that he's not a top five because of that. But I think we're in this weird era where, um, not this weird era as as in time, but uh. But like as far as as far as and it's with it's with everything it's with um it's just with it's with sports like I said with LeBron like we don't want we we want to have the discussion of ranking LeBron but we don't actually really have it because and same with Kendrick like he's in this weird period where Good Kid, Mad City is too old to play now but um but like it's like it's like not old enough to play as a throwback but it's not it's not new enough to be played now. And and I think I think that you know maybe in five ten years you're gonna I I have confidence that you're gonna hear "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe" on the radio a lot. You're gonna hear some of these songs that are that are be that are going to become well, staples. Do, of but like, do we hear "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe" a lot now? I mean, no, not really. I mean, occasionally, like I like I'm saying, but I think I think that there there comes this. I believe that, and, and maybe you disagree with this, but I believe that there's kind of like this weird shelf life with music where it's like, where it's like when something drops, it's hot, it's new, great, you play it, and mm-hmm. if it's really good, it lasts it lasts a couple months instead of a couple days, but then it then it fades out, but then once it starts to get older, once it starts to get older, it kind of. And if it's a great record, if it's if it's a great record, if it captures the time, it gets to play again. I think there's kind of this dr- in between drought. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you do you agree with that or disagree, or do you think uh, it's just consistently played? No, I disagree. I think I think people. I mean, look at Drake. Drake has like moved in this whole culture. Like Drake is more influential than Kendrick. In by in any day, any year, any parallel universe, Drake wins. I think that is not to make uh, an argument and say that you know his body of work is better than Kendrick's. Right. Um, you know, it's just he's we get we all we get is moments from Drake. Yeah. And you know what I mean. And but when you're talking skill, you know, I I still give it to Kendrick. Now Drake has bars though. And like, if Drake ever needed to like really pull it out, like if for some reason him and Kendrick face off, it, it wouldn't be that easy. Four you know, PM at Calabasas. That's all I gotta say. Four PM yeah, at Calabasas. That's amazing yeah. record. It's an amazing record. Yeah. I think you know pe- people people forget about that. Um, but you know, in my opinion, like when I look at when I look at Drake's body of work, I'm like, oh man, this is he's gonna go down as like the top, like one of the top top five easily to ever do it now now this is the thing though in who's lit you know in what kind of a list you know right you're talking about lyrics you know or are you just talking about the, just being a rapper just being an artist you know um i think drake is drake is going to be above a lot of people i think kanye will stay above him because drake doesn't make artistic projects like kanye does where he's really pushing the envelope 
but Drake is so consistent. It's like unreal. And he's always giving he's always giving the culture a song. And when I say the culture, I'm not talking about just hip hop. I'm talking about like everybody. Hotline Bling comes out, Passion yeah. Fruit comes out. Like I need that when I when when I'm talking about Kendrick, you know, to for me to put him in that list, that's what I need. Because I'm I'm happy with Kendrick right now. Yeah. I, I, I like it. I, I put on damn and I love right. it. And I don't I don't really ask for a lot when it comes to that, but I already know what I'm getting. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm a fan. I know what kind of art I'm in it, but what I'm talking about is when he ends up being um, on lists like that, you know, those are things that I need, you know, for someone to be on that list. And so I guess it's like, I just need, I just need output to be stronger. Um, so for me, because I haven't seen him, like I haven't seen him come out swinging like Mike Tyson. I've seen him, you know, he's playing it a little safe. He's trying to figure out, you know, how to really get into this game and undermine it and, you know, be him. And I honestly think that he's still finding his voice. And I really think we're going to get that moment from Kendrick. I think it's going to happen. But until then, I will reserve, you know, uh, my top five. And I, I will say that as far as lyrics, Right now, oh man, he's killing it. He's definitely top five, if not number one, for sure number one actually. And you know, and I'm and I'm good with that. But right, all times about legacy. Right, and, and I I agree with what you're saying. But uh, but here's a point that, and you brought up Drake, and that's a perfect example because Drake's got a ton of records that um, that I think fall into that category, that middle category. That, that drought category where I'm talking about where they don't get played that much, if at all. And that's, okay, let, let's talk about Find Your Love. It's a, it's a it's an old Drake song. I think that song's going to be played 10 years from now, but it's not on the radio right now. Same with, same with ho- even Hotline Bling. Like, it's maybe barely on the radio right now, but I think in, in years it's going to be played. It's going to pl- be played again. It's going to come back strong. Right, like this. This is what I'm saying. These are those drought moments, right? Like Drake has those records that I think will long term be played and def- start to define a generation of hip hop. Well, you know, and the thing is, I don't, I don't, I don't think radio is 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 a good way for us to, you know, break this down because you know we're not listening to radio like we used to. Right. I mean, stream. You know, we got streaming, and also like just when you go into a party or you go into a club or yeah. whatever, you know. You can really tell what's moving the culture when yeah. you see people start dancing, you know, and so those Drake songs come on. Now, Find Your Love is old Drake. And like at that point, you know, we're dealing with the back end of an already long catalog. Like there have been just better songs, you know, that have yeah. come out. So, but, you know, I guarantee you Jumpman comes on, people still going crazy, you know. Yeah. Um, energy comes on, people are still going nuts. Any slow song, people will be fine with because it's Drake. You know, um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, are you going to go yeah. to a party? Are you going to go to a party and is a single damn song going to be played? I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe one, maybe one. Yeah. And I don't know if you're thinking of the same one, but maybe one song. Yeah. Well, you're, you're thinking loyalty, right? Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, maybe love too. I don't know. That's kind of a soft, somber, um, song that I could see. I could see being played, not in a party atmosphere, but, uh, just like um, just a kind of public gathering atmosphere, um, but you're but you're right. Uh, to to not get off the point is yeah. I, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Like I agree, radio should not be one of the focal points of of the argument. But I'm saying just in terms of in terms of general, not even just radio. So I apologize if I use the word radio because I mean more than that. 
but yeah um but like uh as far as like as far as biggie and tupac and them like you hear their records all the time but like but but um and, and drake like you hear he these records all you hear not you don't hear a lot of these records that you named all the time but when you hear them you're right like they come on and they do move people and i think that the same can be done with kendrick and i think that's going to both drake and kendrick i think are two artists that have songs that are going to be played that are really far in the future and they're going to have the longevity but right now some of those songs are in that that drought era where it's where it's too old to be considered new and current and it's too and it's too new to be considered a throwback you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. i hear what you're saying yeah so that's that's right now let's get um really quickly so before we not really quickly but before we get out of here i wanted to acknowledge that and i and i said this before and there's three there's three holes in my theory in my well not my theory but in my opinion of of kendrick that i that i found and one uh one that i that i that i haven't mentioned yet is his singles or lack thereof um i think that's one of the big things that's talked about he he's charted on the top billboard or the top 20 bill or the billboard sorry he's charted on the billboard hot 100 20 times 26 times as his own work um seven times as a as um seven times he's charted in the top 20 but um 26 times in total he's been on the hot 100 so nowhere so not what drake's doing not the numbers that drake's doing you're right to um to get to that but as far as as far as um singles go he doesn't really have a strong catalog of singles outside of damn i mean damn all all 14 tracks when it released charted on the hot 100 so you take away damn and his highest his highest single ever that's a solo not counting the bad blood with taylor swift which went number one that take away damn his highest solo or his highest solo song is swimming pools and that's 17 at its peak so yeah. he doesn't have and and that's kind of speaks to the impact um the impact aspect of it so um that's one of the flaws i see and one of the other ones that i see you know you know what? I'll, 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 ahead, I'll, take a, I'll take a i'll take a go ahead i will i will call swimming pools a moment i i, I think that that's what that song was everywhere yeah. Um that song that song transcended I think that whole album. I'm pretty sure there were so many yeah. people who were listening to that song and didn't even know who it came from, what album it came from. Like that definitely was a song that was everywhere. Um so I I, I would give it to that, but that's the thing, you know, for me it's, that's it's that one song. But yeah, go go back to what you're saying. Yeah, so um so with that being said, yeah, so he has all these singles but he doesn't really have he doesn't have a, a large number of singles success but um the other thing that i was going to jump into is my kind of theory that i formed about hip-hop and i'm really curious on your perspective i think you could do a great dive on this on on your video uh podcast mm. and that um and that is that with with kendrick with, with kendrick he he is kind of this introvert right he's this guy who if he's not rapping, you don't really hear about Kendrick. You don't really hear about what he's doing or what he's up to, really. You know, you hear, though, you know, of course, the news broke last week that he bought his sister a car. But, I mean, how many times is Kendrick not in the headlines when it's not about hip-hop? And right. where Drake, Drake is in, Drake is a, a megastar. 
he's one of those people that he can't go in public without it being a headline. It, whatever mm-hmm. cafe he's at, that's a headline. Yeah. You know, Drake's at some cafe, whatever clothes he's wearing, that's a headline. And so right. hip-hop, part of hip-hop is, and I think, like I said, I think you could do a great dive on this, is hip-hop is this genre where it's fascination with the star. It's it's the star. It's the um, it's the personality. It's the the flamboyantness, if you will. Um, the 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 bravado that hip hop has. That's why Jay Z to me. That's one of the cases why Jay Z is one of the best, if not the best, because he had this swagger to him. He had this where he just kind of moved the culture. He was this. He embodied hip hop. Kendrick just raps like Kendrick just raps and so that's one of the flaws to me like can one of the greatest of all time be someone who just sits in a room raps and doesn't do much outside of rap doesn't make a lot of noise outside of rap you, you get what I'm saying yeah no I feel what you're saying I, I think I think it kind of goes back to it was funny because that's actually something that me and my me and my buddies were talking about we were talking about how it's always been that way with music, like even outside of hip hop, right. like when you're dealing with pop stars and rock stars, you know, everybody, you had to have an image, you know, and you had to have a swagger and you had to have, you know, you have Prince with the most awesome bomb clothes, you know, right. and his heel, it would, wearing his heels and like, you know, like he was a presence, you know what I mean? Even just outside of the music, like he had like the look going on, like perfect, you know, for him. And then Michael Jackson, same kind. You know, he he had his own, you know, fashion sense. He had his own image. You know, I don't really, I don't care much for Elvis, but Elvis was the same. Uh, it, it's it's a music thing, you know, and, and right. it's something that needs to be, it's America. You know, we gotta, we gotta sell stuff. So, yeah. so the thing is, is that Kendrick, you know, I think he says in that Mask Off remix where he's like, how'd you let, how'd you let a conscious rapper you know, go uh, like go make commercial, celib- yeah. Go commercial without you know. How did it go? Yeah, it's it's something along the lines of um, you know, how did you let how did you let let um how did you let a conscious rapper go commercial only making conscious albums? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 so that he is in a very privileged position that a lot of people haven't made it there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, not even you know, like Nas was like the closest thing. You know that right. that that people could probably really really re- no no I, I, I agree I, I that he's he's, he's, he's in the discussion into, he's in the discussion yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't so want to get into that whole the example is valid the yeah, example is yeah. valid so, so go ahead so yeah you know he he he's just one of those people that it's like and and it's it's where you would want to be I think as an artist I think where anybody would want to be where it's like your work is so good that people don't even need to like. He, they don't need to hear you outside of what you do. Yeah, and I think I think that's a beautiful thing. Frank Ocean does it. He does it real well. Yeah, Frank Frank Ocean does it more than Kendrick does. You know, and um, it works because if if your art is so good like that, now the thing is, is with his art, I think he does well, and he doesn't. It's not all about him. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and and. And there, there is a difference there, I think, with, as a hip-hop artist. But still, he still retreats kind of from the public eye more than a lot of artists do. And and I don't know if that's necessarily the biggest knock, or I don't think it'll stay a knock. You know, I think we'll have to... Because he might do something unprecedented. Right. You know, he, he might be one of the biggest artists to not, you know, have to really be out like that. But, you know, 
the time will tell. And so I think that that can be a little hard to talk about, but I, I do agree in the sense that it, you know, they, an MC, yeah, the definition of that, you know, can be different to some people, but as yeah. far as the way I understood it was, you know, an MC had to be great uh, at moving a crowd. Yeah. And my MC you know, is a that, master that, of the ceremony. And, exactly. You yeah. had to be, you had to move that crowd so well. Now the thing is, is rap is pop now. So that crowd is real huge now. Yeah. But you still have to move them, mm-hmm. you know? And, and in my opinion, I just don't think Kendrick is moving them like, like others have. And, 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 and so you're right. I think that, um, that kind of comes with the image a little bit. Right. You know, I, I think that that image does help them move even more. You know, you got like Tupac, like you saw like his attitude and like you saw his political views and like he was just like making noise and, and like, you know, just moving everybody, you know, who, who caught a glimpse of him. And you're right, that that really does help, you know, if especially if the music, especially if it backs up the music really well. Yeah, you know, or or the other way around, if, you know, as long as the music backs it up. Yeah, and, and, yeah. So so that's like to me a big part. Like, can somebody be a face, or like you can argue, you know, like I said, I believe that Kendrick's the best of this generation of you know, spanning from like two thousand nine to like this era, this this era that we're in right now of hip hop, and um, you know, including Drake and all that, but. Drake is arguably the face of it, right? Because he's the he's the star. He's the he's the megastar, right? Like, oh so, yeah, Drake's the face of the culture. Yeah, Drake, Drake's yeah, Drake's the face of it. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, but, yeah. I, I you know yeah, and I, I think you know for me, like I said, it's it's uh, it's not a knock on his. You know, I think that's the thing is like for me, it's not that I find problems with Kendrick. I don't even that whole talking about how I haven't seen a moment thing. It's not a knock to him. It, it, it's it's just saying saying it as it is for me. You know, I just yeah. haven't seen it. I'd love to see it, by mm-hmm. all means. Like if Kendrick Kendrick drops like a crazy single and is like, oh, you know, I'm back, I'm back, and I'm coming out with more. I'm be like, by all means, give it all to me. But yeah. it's for for me that whole conversation and the reason why it's in my top five. If the other people weren't so good. Right. That's, that's really what it is for me, you know? And, like, for me, it's like, you know, if we're talking lyrics, it's like it's M, it's Jay-Z, Biggie, Nas, Pusha T, I'd put Pusha T in there. Um, nobody can make as many Coke references as Pusha T can. <laughs> without um, using without using the simple ones either. He's, Pusha exactly, T's amazing. The, the amazing. metaphors are uh, incredible. Amazing. Um, now, if we're talking about MCs, in my opinion, people were just like moving the culture. But I also think that they're great rappers. You could, in my opinion, some of these can still go on in that lyrical um, that lyrical argument. But I just think that you know, Tupac is number one, easy. That's not even it, it's not even so much about when he's good. He's amazing. Yeah. You know, and and when he's good, nobody can touch Tupac. Yeah. I mean, to this day, you can't not want to be Tupac if you're in hip hop, and it, you don't. That may not even mean rapping like him. That yeah. just means like sometimes having his confidence or his conviction. Like yeah. you believe every he goes every from word. like he yeah he goes from being conscious and saying keep your head up to like shooting people, and we be, we go along with it because yeah he's you so believe convinced. every word yeah 
you believe every word, even though you know, wait, this is there's no way that this makes sense. Like he can't be killing people and doing this at the same time. Yeah. But he made in those albums, he took you to another world. Yeah. You know, and Kanye, in my opinion, I think, and this this some people people will kill me to say this, but I believe it. I think Kanye is one of the best rappers to ever do it, and I would put him in my top five. Yeah. And you know what? As as a huge Kanye fan. I am not mad at that discussion. I get the argument. <laughs> you can make the argument. You know, of course, you can come out with the, you know, he has the ghostwriters and ghost producers, but nah, stop it. Like Kanye, Kanye's impact on the culture and everything, you're right. The, this, is a, yeah. this is a little sidebar, but yeah, you're right. Kanye, great. You're not, you're, no, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not yeah. going to say anything. I'm not going to criticize I, I that. Mean, but this is the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm even talking rapping. Right. It's, it's every verse. It's, Everything is quotable. Like every little line is quotable. Right. And like, in, in, in a lot of them, like fit out of context. You could put that like on a poster. Yeah. You know, and and people are like, man, like what was that deep thought? Who said that? Like, Kanye has an entire discography full of these amazing lines that like right. tell us who he is, tell us what he's talking about, and. And every single one sounds impactful. Like he's not wasting a single word. Even the mm-hmm. ones that like freak us out, you know, like the ones in Father Touch My Hands or like yeah. <laughs> you know, like every single one hits you. Yeah. And like you can't not like he makes the albums so that you can't you can't just turn it off and be like, eh, no, you either love that or you hated that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so to me that's that that takes an amazing people don't realize how hard that is. Yeah. You know, for a for a rapper to make something so simple but so impactful. Then after that, Jay Z, Eminem, Biggie. Like to me, that's those are huge walls. And and I hope I hope actually I hope I get to see Kendrick beat all of them. That would be amazing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and and so I agree to kind of to kind of bring it full circle here for the for the closing thoughts. Um, I'll let you jump in, but. Yeah, so the third part that I wanted to tie into my to my hole in it is the part that we've been talking about all um all podcast long essentially is his the fact that he's active and that, you know, he's still in the game and I think we are seeing like damn is it, even though I think it's his third best album, I still think MC wise, lyrically wise, lyrical wise, that's like that's a step up. Like I still think he's trending upward even though it's not his best album. If that makes sense in a in a straight, oh, absolutely, way. but absolutely, um, but yeah, so so I you know I, I I get that. So those are the three holes that I believe in the argument is the the lack of just single power, and we're in an era where singles do dominate. And you know you could say you could say you know you're judging hip hop on the on the forty years that it's the forty plus years that it's been around, and, that, and that's fine, that's totally fair, and and I would be in that camp. But at the same time, you do got to acknowledge that the, the era we're in and have been in for a while now, but haven't wanted to admit it, is this singles era where that's it, singles are a big part. And you have to have those songs that move the culture, like you said. And so there's there's those. You know, but and you'll even be you'll even be surprised. Like Life of Pablo came out. I don't even know. I could be wrong. I don't know if Father Stretch My Hands Part One was a. Uh, was a single but that thing blew up and everybody was listening yeah. to the beautiful morning like that was yeah. everywhere yeah. and and so you'll be surprised you know what comes out running like he may not have to drop 
um, a specific single, you know, for the sake of trying to get radio play. Like, right. You, you never know. He could pull something out and it's just a bomb. Yeah. And so, so yeah. And so then, um, basically along with those two flaws, the singles, um, the lack thereof, and then the star power, like we just talked about, or the, or the brand slash image of your, and persona that you put on as a hip hop artist with, like you said, it branches to all music genres, but I believe in hip hop in particular, that's one of the strongest. Um, that's one of the, that's one of the places where the brand and the image is, is the strongest because, you know, you struggle with the authenticity and all the, all these things uh, create a brand, create an image that either help or hurt you. And it's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to put anoint someone who just makes music and you just go off of the music that they make. Yeah, totally. And, 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 you know, and I, I think, you know, reining it all back, I think it's, it's, yes, the image is important and stuff, but you know, when it comes down to it, it's, you know, all goes back to the music and the music in my opinion is, is great. Um, but I think that there's other artists who just have better albums, you know, uh, yeah. and they just have, and they just have better music. And, but you know what, if he keeps on going, like a friend of mine, he said, like, you know, give me three more dams and and I'll I'll really start paying attention. You know, if 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 he's if he's consistent in like this amazing music that he's just been making, if this keeps going, yeah, like that that dude, he he's first in line to be, you know, in the top 5, like yeah, easily. All right, well, Don, I think we respectfully disagree here, but you know, regardless of regardless of the of the little bit of degree of, of agreeing we did, we both I think saw each other's points, and I think this was a great conversation. I thought I thought you brought some you brought some great insight to the podcast. I'm glad we created a nice balance here, but ultimately, again, you're saying that he's not top five. I'm saying that he is, and um, you know, I think I think we're just kind of. I think I think we're, we're we're as far as our as our theories go and our taste goes towards his music, we're we're both into. It. I just think that maybe I'm valuing it more than you, or you're valuing it less than me, vice versa. However, you want to look at it, um, essentially. And go ahead. Yeah, no, I I think I value it. I, I value it like you do. You okay, like maybe not value. Maybe value is the wrong word, but um. Yeah, yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, I still see him with the same admiration that you do, I, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's about different things. About right. Him, you know? Yeah. And so again, like we started the conversation saying, man, music is subjective. So Don, um, yeah, absolutely. I, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Um, before we go, I'm going to give you a chance to plug what you do because what you do is fantastic. Like I said, huge fan, huge fan. I'm glad to finally have you on the podcast. Oh yeah, man. Thanks so much. So yeah, I mean, for those who know, and for those who don't know, I run uh, Noisy Images, which is a lifestyle brand that primarily right now is a YouTube channel where we're breaking down music. And you can follow me at Noisy underscore Images. That's my Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, just Noisy Images, one word. Um, my YouTube channel, same name. Um, and yeah, I think I think I think I touched on everything that a millennial would pay attention to. <laughs> um, and you know, so oh, you can also go to noisyimages.com where I will, uh, you know, up, update stuff, you know, new videos, new think pieces, whatever. But yeah, thanks for listening and about all my lengthy rants about rappers I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. Uh, thank you for coming on. And uh, fans, I will put a link to everything. His Twitter, his YouTube channel, his website, everything will be in the description of the podcast for you. So if you don't if you don't know by now or if you just don't pay attention to the descriptions I do, I always put the guests uh, work in there. So it's a great way to check them out. So again, if you didn't if you didn't memorize what he said, that's fine. I got the links in the description. As for my content, you can check out all my content on my iTunes and Podbean. And I have every podcast I've done, both Strictly Hip Hop and Strictly Hoop Talk. And you can find those on my Twitter in one place, and that's at uh, Real Chris Platty. That's Real Chris Platty, C H R I S P L A T T E. And on there, you'll find the link to both my iTunes and my Podbean. And you'll be able to, through there, consume the podcast, whichever platform you prefer. But do not forget, ChrisPlatty.com is launching soon. I will update you you all with the release date when I have one. And I will be launching audio and video podcasts on every single platform. I'm talking YouTube. I'm talking SoundCloud. Of course, I'm doing video podcasts in addition to the audio podcasts I already have on iTunes. Um, you know, Stitcher, everywhere. I am going to be everywhere. And so, um, so be on the lookout for that. I will update you all as soon as I can. Thank you all for listening. And once again, Don, thank you. Um, this is our first time having a conversation, and it was a great one. I'm glad to have you on, man. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.